0: The following podcast is a Dear Media production.
1: This is Gracie Norton from the Wellness Her podcast, the ultimate sanctuary for a welcoming approach to wellness. It seems like every day there's a new food we're not supposed to eat, a new cleanse to take part in, or a new workout that claims to give us a flat stomach within a week. Rather than hopping on trends, we're going back to the roots of wellness and making a home of our body, mind, and soul. If you're seeking physical growth, emotional abundance, or simply a more fulfilling life. Tune in to the Wellness Survey podcast on November 6th. Get ready to embrace your body through all its forms and get back to the roots of wellness. it's Mariana and I'm the host of the Life with Mariana podcast. This is a two-part episode. This is part two with Doc Eamon. He's a psychiatrist and we talk all about brain health. So a lot of times when we think about alcohol and drinking, we think about our gut and inflammation and our liver. But what is it doing to your brain? What is it doing for your mental health or not helping your mental health. There are so many questions that I had to ask in this episode and Doc Amon in this episode shares practical tools and exercises that you can do on your own to journal and see what are the things that I can think of to help make some changes in my life around alcohol. If you guys want to go back and listen to part one, I talk about my own experience not drinking for the last year and we talk about gut health and your overall well-being with Dr. Will Cole. So if you guys are ready to learn a little bit more about how alcohol affects your brain, keep listening. Before we get into the episode, I just wanted to do my life update, and that is I'm officially a year plus with no alcohol. So I made it through New Year's Eve, and I'm feeling really good. I actually had got one of those like non-alcoholic drinks to drink on New Year's Eve, and everyone that was with me, they drank it too, and they were like, oh my gosh, this is so good. So I love that there's so many options now. I was just at Air One, and there are so many different things to drink there. So that was my New Year's Eve, and now I'm just working on my own New Year's intentions and habits and things that I want to build. And there's a couple things that I'm working on. One of the most primary things that's a focus for me this year is building more muscle. So it's not about being on a diet or anything like that. It's just about gaining muscle to be strong and I was reading a book and it basically said as you age muscle is your body's armor to protect you over years to come and I know the older we get the harder it is to build and gain that muscle and so that's really my focus right now so I do strength training in Pilates and I think I'm going to increase my strength training days and work out more because right now I work out like two to three times a week and I'd like to increase that and so those are my new year's intentions that I'm focusing on in the short term and Also, uh, one of the things that I want to tell you guys about is that Summer Fridays has a new launch coming. I hope you've maybe seen it already, but we are launching a lip oil. It's called Dream Lip Oil. It is the most incredible formula. The applicator is so satisfying to apply. What was happening before was with lip oils, I found that they were calling themselves a lip oil, but there weren't really that many oils in the formula. In this, there's a blend of nine different vegan oils in here. And so it really is truly like a nourishing lip oil and it feels and glides so good on the lip, but it also gives you a really beautiful color payoff. So there's four different shades. It's launching on January 18th at summerfridays.com and at Sephora. And I cannot wait for you guys to try this one. I think you guys will be obsessed with it. You'll love it. I, I really hope so. If you love our lip butter bomb, hopefully you'll like this too. And one of the shades that was missing from lip butter bomb was a mauve. And so many of you guys kept saying, we really want a mauve. And so within summer Fridays, lip oil, you'll find this color. And so I'm really excited for you guys to try that one. And it's so fun to kick off the new year with a new launch. And this is the second episode of this series. I did an episode last week, if you missed that one, with Dr. Will Cole. It was all about gut health and how alcohol affects our body. And in this episode, I'm talking to Doc Amon about how alcohol affects your brain. Before we dive into this discussion, this episode is for people who are casual drinkers who maybe just want to not drink. But Definitely acknowledge that alcohol addiction is serious and that it affects so many people. And so, our intention with this episode is just to support and give information to those who are looking to make choices about their own alcohol consumption. But if you or someone you know is struggling with alcoholism, we really encourage you to seek help from a healthcare professional or a support group. So, we talk a lot about alcohol and what it does to our body, but I think we want to talk about what it does to our brain and our mental health. So, how exactly is or can alcohol affect our overall mental health?
0: In so many ways, it helps you feel good in the short run and it makes you feel bad in the long run. And I always want people to do things that help them feel good now and later versus now, but not later. And so one of the things my daughter said, she's 20 and she works at very busy restaurant. And she said, drunk words are sober thoughts. And I'm like, they're not, sweetie. Drunk words are unbridled brain activity that a lot of people don't even believe, right? Jerry Seinfeld once said, the brain is a sneaky organ. We all have weird, crazy, stupid." sexual, violent thoughts that nobody should ever hear. And the problem is, so when we're sober, we may have a fleeting, disturbing thought, but our frontal lobes goes, no, no, we don't believe that. Or no, no, don't say that. I have all sorts of crazy thoughts, but they don't get out. The problem is when someone becomes not even intoxicated, when their blood alcohol level may be 0.04 and they get out because it suppresses activity in the prefrontal cortex, the most human thoughtful part of you. And even more important, it suppresses activity in the cerebellum. So the cerebellum is in the back bottom part of the brain. Cerebellum is Latin for little brain. But it has half the brain's neurons. So it's 10% of the brain's volume, half the brain's neurons. And it's like the quality control part of your brain. So if you're at an automotive plant where they're making new cars, it's the person at the end that goes, Oh, this is a great looking car. We're going to sell it. Or, Oh, this car has a debt. Send it back and we're going to. Fix it. And so when you drink, you sort of take that quality control person offline and it gets you into all sorts of trouble. So if you say something that's hurtful to your partner or to your child, the problem is they're going to remember it and they're going to think that's what you really believe, even though it was just a random stupid thought.
1: In the short term, What does drinking do to your brain? Like, I have a drink right now. I'm saying these thoughts. I'm doing these things. What is it doing to the brain that's making that even happen?
0: Well, it's suppressing brain activity. And over time, it prematurely ages your brain.
1: That sounds scary.
0: (laughs) It is scary. And, you know, we had a thing in the clinic recently where somebody showed up after they had 20 beers. And their brain just looked like it was a disaster area. And, you know, the first thought is, well, who would show up after drinking that much? And I've had this happen a bunch of times. You know, when you deal with addicts, they, even though this is for their benefit, they can't stop their addiction. And they show up wasted. And you just look at, I mean, this is why I'm not a fan of alcohol. The biggest blog I wrote two years ago was I told you so, because I've been talking about alcohol for 30 years. Like when it was not popular, alcohol is a health food you should drink. It's good for your heart. And I'm looking at these brains going, but your brain looks older than you are. Your brain looks poisoned. It looks toxic. And then if you match that with what I've seen as a psychiatrist for the last 40 years, it's a major cause of relationship problems. It's a major cause of workplace problems. It's a major cause of health problems, legal problems, and so on.
1: So in the short term, well, you just explained a lot of the long-term external things that it could do for you. But in the long term, what is consistent drinking over years or decades doing to your brain?
0: It increases your risk of dementia. It decreases. Because if we just step back and we go, so why should you care about your brain? It's involved in everything you do how you think, how you feel, how you act, how you get along with other people. It's the organ of intelligence, character, and every decision you make. And when it works right, you work right. But when it doesn't, you're in trouble. And so why wouldn't we love and care for it? And if drinking alcohol, which is a disinfectant, Interferes with my microbiome, the hundred trillion bugs we have in our gut that make neurotransmitters. So we're already messing up our body, but the whole point of your body is to carry around your brain. And so, and then it's directly toxic to neuronal function, to nerve cell function.
1: This week and last week's podcast episodes were all about my journey of not drinking, how I haven't drank alcohol in over a year, and I really wanted to talk to some experts about their thoughts around it. And something that's definitely made it easier for me to not drink is the fact that there's so many brands and products now to try. I love that there are really great brands that I love the branding, the aesthetic, the taste. And one of those brands I love is Gia. I kept seeing Ghia everywhere. Like literally, like every time I went to the store, I would see it on the shelf. I would see it on Instagram. I was like, okay, I have to try this. And Gia is a non-alcoholic aperitif brand inspired by the Mediterranean. It's made with the purest ingredients, so there's no alcohol, no artificial flavors. It's low in sugar with no added sugar or sugar alternatives, and it's also vegan. They have really great products to choose from. So whether you're somebody that li- likes to make like a cocktail at home or a mocktail at home, or you want to take a can with you on the go, they have the original bottled. It's an aperitif that can be spritzed with the bubbles of your choice. And they also have cans, which is really convenient for me, especially if I'm going somewhere, I can just take one with me. The four flavors of canned ready-to-drink spritzes are Gia Soda, lime and salt, Gia ginger, and sumac and chili. And they also have a newly released berry aperitif. This is their first non-bitter flavor. This one is bold, juicy, and tart. So spritz it for a dry, sparkling pairing with your favorite food, or just pour it over ice if you want like a really sweet nightcap. This is perfect if you're doing dry January or just looking for an elevated, non-alcoholic beverage to try. Visit drinkgia.com and use code Mariana at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. That's D R I N K ghi and use code Mariana for 20% off. Did you know that hair thinning will happen to approximately one out of two women? If you're among them, you're not alone. Thinning is completely normal and it's not openly talked about. And going through it, I know, it can feel really lonely and frustrating. So join over 1 million people that are doing something about it with Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Everyone's root causes of hair thinning are really different, so a one-size-fits-all approach to hair growth doesn't cut it. Nutraful has multiple formulas that are tailored to give you what your hair needs to grow throughout different stages of your life, such as postpartum and menopause, as well as different lifestyles such as plant-based diets. Physician-formulated with drug-free ingredients, Nutraful's supplements supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root cause of thinning, including stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism as they evolve through a woman's life. While many supplements really rely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol's women hair growth supplement for six months. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code MARIANNA. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrifol for healthier hair. Nutriful.com spelled N U T R A F O L.com, promo code Marianna. That's Nutrifol.com promo code Marianna. So you're listening to this episode, you're thinking, okay, I want to stop drinking. I've been drinking for so long. How long do you think, or is it even possible to reverse the effects of what it's done to our brains so far?
0: I've stuck. Got- Great cases. So I do a show called Scan My Brain, and a couple of years ago, now right about this time of the year, I saw Troy Gloss, two thousand and two World Series MVP, played for the California Angels. Awesome. I used to watch him because you know I'm here in Southern California, and he was drinking too much. He had four concussions. He was depressed. He had really dark thoughts. And his brain looked awful. And then he did what I said. And I could tell within two months his brain was better. And I scanned him two months later. His brain was better. Then I scanned him 16 months later and his brain was much, much better. And I'm fairly certain now that his brain would be better still. So even if you have been bad to your brain, you can make it better and I can prove it. And that's why the scans are so cool because they show you where you are. And I always tell people, whatever it shows is good news because you have what you have. And you know, if it's bad, we're going to go work on changing it. And a lot of people go, oh, I don't want to be scanned. It'll be bad. And it's like, no, you want to know if a train is going to hit you so you can get out of the way.
1: What are some of those things that people could start doing for themselves at home now?
0: Just ask yourself. Like I'm big with simple questions and tiny habits. When you go to do something or eat something or drink something, just ask yourself this question. Is this good for my brain or bad for it? And if you can answer that question with information and love, love of yourself, love of your family, love of the reason you're on the planet. You just don't make better decisions. Like my 20-year-old, I taught you when she was little, we played a game together called Chloe's Game. And it was like, is this good for your brain or bad for it? And if I said avocados, she'd go two thumbs up. God's butter. If I said blueberries, she'd ask me if they're organic because non-organic blueberries hold more pesticides than almost any fruit. I'm like, of course they're organic. So do thumbs up, God's candy. If I said drinking beer, she'd go, oh, brain is bad and you act bad.
1: <laughs> that's cute. It's good to teach people from a young age because I think even now, like that I'm growing up, you just are around alcohol all the time. And I think that's what makes it really difficult for people to make good choices because they think, oh, it's around it's at this party. It's at a work party. It's at a sport event. It can't be that bad if everybody around me is also doing it too. So then you don't really fully understand that you're making a bad decision because everyone else is, is also doing it.
0: Well, wow, and we're being poisoned as a as society. If you watch the Super Bowl or you watch the World Series or the NBA Finals, there's going to be 30 beer commercials. And they pair the idea of connection fund sexuality with alcohol. And we're being poisoned as a society. In my book, The End of Mental Illness, I, there's a whole section in there where I just imagined if I was an evil ruler and I wanted to create mental illness, what would I do? I'd make people think alcohol is a health food. Even though the American Cancer Society came out against any alcohol, because any alcohol increases your risk of seven different types of cancer. And so, you know, and Natalie told me you were like serious about it, you know, taking care of yourself. I'm like so proud of you. Thank you. It really comes down to how much do you love yourself? Do you love yourself enough to do the right thing? Because doing the right thing, so many people listening to this, oh, it's like, oh, great. I can't do this. I can't do that. And that's the completely wrong mindset. It's, I get to be sober because I want energy, right? If, If you ask people what they really want, I want energy, memory, focus, longevity, passion, and purpose. And alcohol doesn't help any of them. It steals from me. And it's like, well, what do you do when you go to a party? It's order sparkling water with a lime. And if you're me, Sweet Leaf, no financial connection. They're a company that makes these little bottles of flavored stevia. I love chocolate. I'll just put a little dropper full in it. And I'm just fine. And nobody ever pressures to drink? Because I look at them like, why is that important to you? I'm taking care of me.
1: I totally agree. I think people almost had this conception like, oh, if you're not drinking, you must be sober. Not I'm not drinking because I'm just it's a choice not to drink. And I think it's become more normalized. Even when I posted online that I haven't drank in a year, so many people were like, thank you so much for sharing this because I've wanted to too, but I'm embarrassed or people peer pressure me or make me feel bad for not drinking. And I think that's so much of it too is the peer pressure from the people around us or us feeling like, oh, my partner is drinking or my friends are drinking. So I feel like I have to because I'm with other people that are doing it. I
0: have a new book coming in March called Raising Mentally Strong Kids. And so I'm thinking, if we're going to have a challenge in January about mental strength. And I want the people listening and you to just write down who are the five or 10 people you trust, because you should not be listening to people you don't trust. And like, I don't let people say negative things about me unless, I mean, I don't take it seriously, unless I know them, I know they love me, and I trust them. And because, you know, whenever you're online, there's all sorts of haters, right? And it's like, I just ignore them. But if I'm going to let somebody have influence over me, I want to know that I trust them. And so just write down, you know, if it's five people, max 10 people, who are the people I trust? And if they're going, you really should be drinking, then you'd probably need to kick them out of that group because that's not a trustworthy thing to say. That's toxic, hurtful thing to say. Why would you ever want me to hurt myself? And maybe they don't know, but doing discussions like this, I believe 10 years from now, Drinking is going to become like smoking. Now, you know, if you see somebody smoking in your head, you're going, you don't say it, right? Because you haven't drank anything. In your head, you're going, seriously, don't you know this is like bad for you in a hundred ways, prematurely ages your skin, you look older than you are, you're more likely to get cancer, but you, you don't say it. But we believe that as a society, our society has gotten the message that smoking is detrimental. We don't have that for alcohol yet, but it is coming. And you are part of the revolution.
1: I totally agree. I think the more I'm learning and hearing, and when you said that to me a few months ago about alcohol will become like smoking, it's really stuck in my head ever since then. And I have just been trying to learn more and more. And I think one of the things that so many, people in general, but especially young people, deal with is anxiety. And I think what happens is you have social anxiety, so you want to have a drink to make you feel less anxious. But then what happens is the next day you feel more anxious from drinking the night before. So how does alcohol affect our anxiety?
0: Well, it lowers it and then raises it. So short-term effects that then causes long-term Problem Because about 24 hours later, your brain is fully in rebound mode, you're anxious, and so you drink again, thinking that alcohol soothes your anxiety when, in fact, alcohol, or marijuana in this case, is also accelerating or perpetuating your anxiety. And why not, if you're anxious, learn two simple strategies? One diaphragmatic breathing, it's the 15 second breath, four seconds in, take a big breath, hold it for a second and a half, eight seconds out, hold it out for a second and a half, the 15 second breath. Do that 10 times, two and a half minutes. It's just like you had something to drink with no side effects. And those stupid thoughts you have will not get out of your mouth. The other thing is when you're anxious, write down what you're thinking and then just ask yourself if it's true because thoughts create feelings, feelings create behaviors, behaviors create the outcome. You have all these bad thoughts, you feel anxious, you start drinking, then you end up with physical, emotional, and relational problems. So why not? Let's correct our thoughts. I'm a fan, actually, accurate thinking with a positive spin. So unbridled positive thinking is I can have these four beers tonight and it's not gonna impact my work performance tomorrow or it won't impact my sexual performance tonight. And it's like, it's all a lie, right? That's unbridled positive thinking. Want accurate thinking with a positive spin.
1: And for people who may still be, they're listening to this, but maybe they want to have an occasional drink or they have it every so often, is there anything that they could be doing to support themselves to, it's not a fix, but is there anything that's helpful, supplements, habits?
0: Well, do everything else right. I mean, you know, I did the big NFL study at a time when the NFL was lying about traumatic brain injury in football. And so I've scanned and treated 400 NFL players. Playing football is a brain-damaging sport. Own it. But some of my players have signed $80 million contracts, so they're going to play. And it's like, okay, if you're going to do a bad thing for your brain, do everything else right. And there's actually a great example of this. Tom Brady's book, TB12, is, you know, he played until he was 45 years old. How do you do that? He did everything else right. He didn't eat sugar. He didn't drink. He went to bed at nine o'clock. He, you know, lived a lifestyle to protect himself. And odds are, he's not going to be one of those players that gets CTE.
1: Yeah, I think that that's really helpful. Uh, thinking everything else is right. But then what happens is when you drink, then I think you're like, oh, I'm going to eat this other food or I'm going to do this thing or skip my workout. So then it becomes a chain reaction of then more bad decisions.
0: Absolutely. And so if you're going to choose to do something, just work on doing the other things right. Ultimately, your health is based on a series of decisions that you make. And you want to make 95 out of 100 decisions to love your
1: The other day on TikTok, I was watching somebody and they were talking about the easiest ways to elevate any look, like even if you're wearing a plain, simple white T-shirt, which is what I'm wearing today. And one of those things is jewelry and investing in really beautiful, especially special pieces really elevates any look. Heart is a sister led jewelry brand that's known for creating totally custom charm jewelry that's luxurious, unique and long lasting. And I like to build something that reflects my dreams, families, my intentions or values. And these make really great and special gifts. So you can totally customize this. Choose your chain and charms to tell your story. Each of their 50 plus charms are embedded with meaning that acts as wearable reminders of your intentions and your values from motherhood, luck, manifestations, zodiacs to letters and numbers. When designing mine, I picked from the Zodiac ones because I'm a Libra and I love wearing a little Libra necklace. They also have really cute ones that say like love or mama, which is a really great gift to give, especially because I have a bunch of friends that are having babies this year. So I know it makes something really special as a gift for them. Their charms are plated with 100% recycled gold right here in the USA using the most environmentally friendly process possible. Their special HGE gold plating process means the jewelry resists tarnishing for years, even decades with proper care. Design your bracelet or necklace on their website with their drag and drop tool on their website. You can also book a complimentary virtual styling appointment. Visit shopheart.com and use code Marianna10 at checkout for 10% off your first purchase and free shipping over $100. That's S-H-O-P-H-A-R-T.com. Use code Mariana 10 for 10% off your first order and free shipping over $100. Heart rarely ever gives discounts on their custom jewelry, so this is a very exclusive offer to our listeners. Follow them at shopheart on Instagram and TikTok. Sometimes because we're so busy during the season, we think we're ahead of our shopping and our gift getting and we're a little bit behind. So if you're feeling crunched for time, get all the gifts spo you need at Macy's Gift Finder. They've got a bunch of different ways to search for gifts like shop by price, which I love to do, especially if you need something for like office or you're doing like under $50 or like a white elephant. You can shop by budget, whether it's $25, $50 or lux. If your loved one loves a spa day, they've got something for that. Macy's has got everything covered and you can even find curated gift lists from your favorite influencers. You can also shop by category like beauty, fragrance, jewelry, watches, handbags, accessories, and so many more. And you can't go wrong with a coffee machine. I feel like we all know somebody in our life that maybe just needs a new fresh one. There's a drip coffee filter machine from Smeg and it comes in a couple different colors like pastel green and pastel blue. And if you want something for a beauty lover, they have so many things available under $50 like a jade roller or a diffuser, which I love to have just like a fresh scent at home. So anything you need is on the site and check out macy's.com slash to find that perfect present. Overall for our brain health, are there a couple supplements you think most people should be taking?
0: Multiple vitamin, uh, especially high in B vitamins, an omega-3 fatty acid supplement, 93% of the population's low in omega-3 fatty acids. I think you should know your vitamin D level and... Probably most people need to supplement to get it into the mid to high normal range. Uh, I'm a huge fan of probiotics, of saffron, especially for mood and memory and the prettiest brains I've ever seen take Ginkgo.
1: I need to take Ginkgo. I think my dad's been taking it since I was really young. So I always remembered him taking it. And he's now 86 and is very sharp, super smart, like does all the things right. So I think it worked for him, but it's like, you don't really know these things. I think the benefit of my parents being older is hindsight. So my parents are in their seventies and eighties. So I've seen that they're good habits that they had for decades, how it's benefited them now later in life. And then I've seen maybe other family members who didn't make as such great health decisions for their body and mind and how it's affected them and how they look much different than my mom and dad, even though they're related, they have the same parents and everything.
0: You know, your thinking is so good. And I think of myself as a long-term thinker that, and I have six children, but I never want to have to live with any of them. And if that's true, if I value my independence and I don't want to be stressful to them, it means when I'm 30, when I'm 40, when I'm 50, when I'm 60, I need to be making good decisions. Because the decisions and the habits I have now, or that you have now, are going to direct the rest of your life. And didn't you find this true? I think good habits take just as much energy as bad habits. So once you decided not to drink, initially it's hard because you get triggered and you get cravings. But over time, when the waiter comes to your table and says, what do you want to drink? And you go water, whatever, but you don't say alcohol. It becomes easier and easier and easier over time.
1: Yeah, for sure. I I think at the beginning I was like, oh, I, I felt like I almost had to order a mocktail. Like I felt weird just ordering only water. So I would just order mocktails just because I felt like I had to order something out of habit and then now I'm just like water and they're like all right, was that it and I'm like yeah it's fine and then I'll have a tea and I feel more than fine in it I feel confident in it and more often than not people are not really thinking about it you just think that they're thinking about you not drinking but if they're drinking or they're whatever they're doing they're probably not really paying attention to what's in your cup
0: well and I teach all of my patients the 184060 rule which says when you're 18 you worry about what everybody's thinking about you. And when you're 40, you don't give a damn what anybody thinks about you. And when you're 60, you realize nobody has been thinking about you at all. People spend their days worrying and thinking about themselves, not you. And so it's this level of self-absorption that's really toxic. And Social media has accelerated that. But, you know, I was teaching my patients this rule 40 years ago. It's like, and even my paranoid schizophrenics who thought everything in the world was related to them, I'm like, they're not thinking about you. Although, when the NSA really was looking at all of our phones, it made my job very hard because I'm like, they're not thinking about you. But yes, they are looking at your phones
1: we yeah we all have access to ourselves <laughs> basically all the time with all all the things for people who have a habit of having a drink at the end of the day to unwind after having a stressful day or to relax or out of habit what are some healthy habits they can replace that with instead of that glass of wine at the end of the day
0: well i think they should make a list of 10 alternative things to do whether it's call a friend go for a walk there's actually research on playing Tetris. So the video game, if you play Tetris for 10 or 15 minutes, it decreases cravings. So make, and as we come up to the new year, I do an exercise with all of my patients. It's called the One Page Miracle. On one piece of paper, write down what you want. Relationships, work, money, physical, emotional, spiritual health. What do you want? And then just see, is alcohol in there at all? It generally never shows up. What I want is a relationship with alcohol. So asking yourself, okay, what do I want? Does this get me what I want? All right, I need to place something else there. So maybe it's walking, maybe it's conversation. Maybe it's Tetris. And if you find you can't settle and you need a bridge, theanine from green tea can be really powerful. I make something, brain MD, called theanine gummies. And I had this funny story. My wife likes to take GABA. It's a supplement to calm down. GABA is a neurotransmitter that settle things things down in the brain. That's where alcohol works on. So she had. Taken some GABA and she's like, How many of these things can I take? And I'm like, Well, the dosage is usually two to four. And she often thinks more is better. So she took four with the GABA and she looked stoned. I'm <laughs> like, you got me stoned. I'm like, I said, Two.
1: That's funny. Well, I think there's so many like alternatives now of either like mocktails or non-alcoholic drinks. And what I love now as a consumer, especially living in Los Angeles, I can go to so many different grocery stores and there are so many other options for me. And so I think that's definitely made it easier. I think now restaurants, sporting events, like places you go out need to also get on board with having those options for people. So they feel like they have a non-alcoholic option to, to choose from, but still feel like they're like partaking in something social.
0: But, you know, if, if we step back and I ask you, what do you really want? What's important to you? And so then you just have to ask yourself, well, where does alcohol fit? Is alcohol going to make my body younger, stronger? Or is it going to make my mind stronger? And it doesn't do either of those. And, you know, once I have people fill out the one page miracle, what do you want? The next question is, does it fit? Does my behavior fit the goals I have for my life? And for me, alcohol just doesn't fit it.
1: And just a last note too, for anyone who's listening, is there one thing that you wish that they knew about alcohol that you feel like they're just not understanding yet about how important this is to try to give up?
0: It's a poison. It's a poison that lies to you. and. During the pandemic, Jim Bean, an alcohol company, turned its plants into hand sanitizer plants. Why? Because alcohol is a disinfectant. Why does my wife put alcohol on your skin before she gives you a shot? It's killing the bugs. Well, you have 100 trillion bugs in your gut that serve you that make neurotransmitters, that digest your food, that detoxify your body, that support your immune system. Why in God's name would you put poison there? It's just not fresh.
1: I know you have so many books and resources. So if someone wanted to learn more from you about this, which would be the right place to start?
0: Well, I have a book called Feel Better Fast and Make It Last where i go right after this discussion, Am I doing things that help me feel good now and later versus alcohol now, but not later?
1: Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me. And follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next.